0: The stress of everyday life get to you sometimes. Do you sometimes have that feeling that your head may explode under the pressure? Turns out that's probably not possible. But what if it was? Welcome to the weird topic of spontaneous human combustion. I think at this juncture, it is worth mentioning that this episode is a little gory and kind of disgusting in places. So if you have uh, an, a very active imagination and this can make you squeamish, this one might not be for you.
1: Well said. Uh, so first up, let's define some terms. Spontaneous human combustion is really a term that encompasses, as you might imagine, the combustion or the uh, bursting into flames of a living or very recently deceased human body without an apparent external source of ignition.
0: To be crystal clear, these are cases in which the fire is believed to have started within inside the body of the victim.
1: As you might imagine, there's been much work and much studying of this uh, over the years. And most scientific consensus is that most, if not all, of these cases actually overlooked the external source of
0: ignition. One of the notable sources of investigation into spontaneous human combustion was in the British Medical Journal in 1938 by Coroner Gavin Thurston. But earlier in this, in 1823, L.A. Parry wrote that all known cases of human combustion All had elements in common. The victims are chronic alcoholics and typically female. Most importantly, this article
1: states that, quote, The body has not been burned spontaneously, but some lighted substance has come into contact with it. This initial work by L.A. Perry back in the 1820s helped raise some early doubts on the whole phenomenon.
0: In 1984, science investigator Joe Nichol and forensic analyst John F. Fisher launched a two-year research project looking at 30 cases of alleged spontaneous human combustion across the 18th, 19th, and 20th centuries.
1: Their research showed that all the bodies discovered were located near plausible sources of ignition, such as candles, lamps, or even fireplaces. And often these details were left out of popular
0: accounts. So therefore, Fisher and Nickel confirmed the theory of L.A. Parry in discovering a link between the cases and alcohol consumption. Alcohol-induced incapacitation would render victims less likely to be careful around fire and even be unable to respond in the case of being burned.
1: Makes sense to me. Uh, In all these cases, a significant fuel source was the victim's clothing, not the body itself, uh, as you might expect if the fire actually started within the body. In cases with more destruction, uh, things like furniture and flooring and other objects were considered to be additional
0: fuel sources. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to talk about the wick effect. (laughs) In the worst cases of what is believed to be spontaneous human combustion, something known as the wick effect has taken place. Now, this is a little gory, but the gist is simple. As a body is burning fats are released into the clothing and other materials around it feeding the fire even more
1: in short the human body is like a reverse candle body fat acts as the wax allowing the
0: wick of the clothing fabric or furniture to burn longer and hotter that's enough thank you very much (laughs) we don't we do not need to continue down that road (laughs) Well, uh, there's a few more bullet points to get through. There have been multiple cases of bodies discovered that have undergone the wick effect. In October 2006, the body of a man was discovered at his home in Geneva, almost completely incinerated between the mid-chest and the knees. A nice uh, big cavern in the middle there. (laughs) Jeez.
1: The man most likely had a heart attack and then dropped a cigarette or other ignition source. The chair containing the body was almost completely consumed, but other objects in the room were basically undamaged, albeit covered with a brown,
0: oily coating. I think at this point, we understand the wick effect, right? I think we're all in agreement here, and we can probably just move on.
1: That is fine with me. (laughs) Totally fine. Most, if not all, cases labeled as spontaneous human combustion have been explained after more thorough investigation.
0: Almost all cases involve victims who are obese and are in poor health, and almost all of these victims appear to have died in their sleep. In these circumstances, it's understood why these individuals may be less likely to move once they have caught fire. As in the case in Geneva, cigarettes
1: are often seen as the source of these fires. In fact, in 2004, the improper disposal of smoking materials caused one in every four fire deaths in the United States. Some have also suggested that lightning can cause spontaneous human combustion. The theory goes that if a person is struck, they may be burned
0: or even have their clothing catch fire. Spontaneous human combustion can be confused with self-immolation as a form of suicide. Self-immolation, the act of setting oneself on fire, is very rare in most of the world, accounting for just 1% of suicides in developed countries. Still more a percent than I would have assumed. 1% is still... Quite a lot, I think, for people setting themselves on fire, but it happens.
1: Uh, And now we've mentioned alcohol levels uh, a couple of times... While intoxication can obviously impair a person's ability to respond in the case of an accident, it doesn't make the person or their body inherently more flammable. It just adds an extra factor of why this could put someone in a situation for something like the Wick Effect to occur.
0: Of course, there's, with most Wikipedia articles, a paranormal explanation as well in the form of poltergeist, but I think we can probably just park that there for today.
1: I don't think we need to go down that road. (laughs) We haven't got an hour. So let's talk about some notable cases often described or cited as spontaneous human combustion.
0: On July the 2nd, 1951, Mary Reeser was found burnt to death. Her body was almost completely burned to ash. During the investigation, detectives discovered that Reeser's temperature was around 3,500 degrees Fahrenheit, which is 1,926 degrees Celsius. That is a warm day in the Reeser household. As you can imagine, this was puzzling to the investigators, as the room she was in was mostly intact.
1: Reeser was a smoker who often used sleeping medication. A common theory is that again she was smoking a cigarette after maybe taking some sleeping pills, fell asleep after having lit a cigarette which
0: would have burned her gown and her clothing, leading to her death. Wick Effect <laughs> Henry Thomas, a seventy-three year old man, was found burned to death in nineteen eighty. Like Risa, only his legs remained. It is believed he too started the fire accidentally and was another victim of said Wick Effect.
1: In December twenty ten, the death of Michael Fahardy was ruled by officials as spontaneous human combustion. His body, however, was found near an open fireplace. An ember or a flare-up may have caused that initial fire, which seems obvious to me, but was ruled officially as spontaneous human combustion. So what so what do we think about this, Mike?
0: Uh my advice is that if you are intoxicated at home, stay away from the open flame because nobody needs to be a candle.
1: <laughs> I think it's safe to say that humans don't spontaneously burst into flames like these stories are all tragic yeah but i think in all of them there's plenty of evidence to say you know that the causes are external to the body
0: i think this is just one of those things where no matter what happens it seems so unbelievable based on all logic and science that somebody could just burst into flame the fact that there is a very plausible reason that's the one that we should just go with because It seems way more likely that somebody dropped a cigarette onto themselves and was unconscious from sleeping pills than just like a little fire starting within their belly. Totally agree. We would like to thank Jessica
1: and Brian for sending in uh, this article. At least we have a real good handle on the
0: tastes of our listeners at this point. Yeah,
1: (laughs) they're a dark crowd out there. (laughs) If you want to find show notes for this week, if for some reason you want to read more about this... Uh, You can find the links at relay.fm slash ungeniust slash 12. You can get in touch with us from that page. There's an email link. You can find the show on Twitter at ungeniust. You can find Mike there as well at I-M-Y-K-E and i m at ISMH. Until our next weird article, Mike, say goodbye. Goodbye. Adios.